Ladies and gentlemen, uh, welcome to Stab Comedy Theater. Stab Comedy Theater. Yes. Hey, everybody. Hey Thank there. You. Uh, this is, that's Jesse Jones right there. Hey. Hi. Uh, yeah. John Ross, Hello. everybody. Thank you guys for coming. Thank you for coming. Yeah. Uh, we are working on about six hours sleep over the last four days. Yeah. Yeah. So we might get a little bitchy <laughs> at times during the show. Don't think that didn't happen during the week. We did have a shouting oh, match out front. Right outside. About 3 o'clock in the well, morning. This place almost didn't happen like 36 hours before yeah. it was supposed to open. But we're better now. <laughs> we're back in love. We've been on top of each other for six weeks. Yes. <laughs> This is awkward that I'm starting Roughly off 24 to 92 hours ago, but I'm gonna do it. Stab's team of comedy scientists commissioned four specific <laughs> humorists to give various potentially comedic takes on several random topics, which they'll now perform for the first and likely last time in front of a live studio audience in a show called Stab. Stab, thank you guys for coming. Thank you guys. Oh, God. We're coming to the first ever Stab at Stab here on 1710 uh, Broadway in Sacramento, California. Are you guys ready to meet your contestants? Great. Please welcome to the stage. Uh, I'm looking for uh, Benton Harshaw. Benton Harshaw. There he is. He's coming through. Gotta move that. There it is. Sitting next to Benton Harshaw will be Alfonso Portella. Benton, you're, you're right there. All right. Alfonso, just sit where you like. Get over there. Meets you. And he, you bringing his dog? Okay, you can bring your dog if you want. Bill Wallace. Bill Wallace. Welcome. I'm on the show too. Oh, and Jesse Jones. Hey. Hey. And Jesse Jones. Yeah, that ego has to get fed. There we go. There we go. Thank you guys for coming. Uh, Bill. You Hello. Get, you get your own microphone. Oh, yeah. You oh, guys cool. Guys. Alfonso and... Why is that? Why? Uh, the mustache. Okay. Probably. It's the mustache. Good. You're the only one. It's, if you bring your own dog, you get your own That's, microphone. I'm going to bring him everywhere. There we go. You do, though. I do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you for coming, Bill. Alfonso Portella. John Ross. Portella. Portella. I called you Portella. Portella. Okay. All right, I have enough white guilt already. Yeah. <laughs> Congrats on the space. That's enough. Hey, thank you. Thank you. Very, very, very proud of you. Hey. Yeah. I'm proud of you too. Thanks, man. <laughs> Thanks. It's a nice John mustache. Ross. White pride of me. <laughs> the white, the white pride. pride of you. Jeez. Okay, we're starting off right. Benton Harshaw. Hello. He's here because this is an all-ages venue. <laughs> Very good. I'm sorry, Benton. You're so much smarter than I was at 12. <laughs> I'm, I'm old. <laughs> How old are you now, Benton? Uh, I turned 19 this month. Oh, I thought so. Hey, okay. I thought so. Getting so tall. <laughs> yeah, really tall. I love, I love the awes that came. Oh, yeah. oh look at you. A teddy bear could have been in that seat and got the same <laughs> response, probably. That's good. <laughs> I, uh, we're, we're happy to be here. Yeah. Are we? 
And Jesse Jones. Hey, Jesse hi there. Jones, hey. how are how are you? I'm good. Um, I feel like we're talking too much. Yeah, let's get on to the show. I'm looking for uh, um, sound effects here. That's all right. Professional operation. There we go. And the here we go. Are you ready? <laughs> let's play stab. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're already done. They're already worn out. <laughs> we already walked the audience spot. members on our. <laughs> this first segment is called. Uh, the top five Google searches of. Uh, one of China's leading robotics companies is now selling Emma, a sex robot equipped with artificial intelligence. Uh, the machine is linked to the internet and provides high-tech stimulation capabilities. Uh, please compose five Google searches from the perspective of Emma, the sex robot. We'll do one at a time. <laughs> let's hear the first of five. Told you guys. Uh, from you, Bill. If Emma could search Google, which she can, uh, what would she search? Emma Robot User Manual. <laughs> okay. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! I don't That's know what he means by that. What do you mean by that? <laughs> I'm not sure. Condescension, I think. Okay. What... All right. Alfonso. Who the fuck is Alexa and what does she want with my man? <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Benton. Is it cheating to be on another man's Wi-Fi? <laughs> Jesse Jones. Uh, first one. Does my warranty cover a core dump in my SCSI port? <laughs> am, I, am I right? <laughs> Nerds? <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, get used to all the deep cut computer terms. That's, that's what I got going on. <laughs> and your second of five, Bill. Uh, gun stores near me. <laughs> All right. Alfonso? How to tell Siri to get to Steppen. <laughs> Benton? How to let your man know he can't use you as a phone charger. <laughs> Jesse? Tech support for when client has troubleshooting his five and a quarter inch dongle. Dongle. Dongle, everybody. All right. Dongle. You thought that was going to come later. No, we, got yeah. we front-loaded dongle. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Dogs love dongles. dongles. <laughs> Bill Wallace, you're the third? We have so many of these. All right, yeah. 20. <laughs> All right. We did, yeah. Bill. Uh, third one. Ways around firearms waiting list. <laughs> <laughs> what is this robot? Alfonso. How to bite down. Hard. <laughs> Benton. Is it normal for his mom to be cleaning me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not saying aw now. <laughs> oh, wash oh. your mouth out with a bar of soap. He's <laughs> toughening up right before our very eyes. <laughs> a hair just sprouted <laughs> off of his chest. Uh, third... Uh, <laughs> BDSM etiquette for client-server port sniffing. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't even know what port yeah. sniffing is. It was, <laughs> port it was just a term. Port sniffers. Uh, Bill. Yeah. Uh, By the way, I am, I am genuinely looking at you guys and forgetting your names <laughs> because I am so time off. You're like, Phil? Is it Phil? It's <laughs> <look> like <laughs> a Phil. <laughs> I don't know how to take that. Phil um, okay. <laughs> My fourth one. Fourth. Gun show loophole. (laughs) (laughs) 
Alfonso. What kind of sick freak handcuffs a sex robot? <laughs> Benton. Uh, Google Images, sexy C-3PO. <laughs> Jesse. How to, success, how to host a su- successful peer-to-peer, plug-and-play, hot-swap daisy chain. <laughs> the IT crowd is going to love this episode. <laughs> it's, a, it's the main audience of this show. Just, uh, um, Bill Wallace. Where to shoot yourself for a painless death. <laughs> oh. Oh. She found out what her purpose was. Right. <laughs> Alfonso. Price of MSX robot, so I have some sense of self-worth. <laughs> Benton. How do I come to life like that other sex doll, Pinocchio? <laughs> Geppetto. All right, Jesse. Final one. Uh, Read access log. Mounting external floppy. (laughs) No virus protection detected. Enter. Shift. Backspace. Shift. Backspace. Shift. Data stream initiated. (laughs) Upload complete. Packet accepted. Exit, abort, retry, error. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And that was the top five Google searches from the perspective of MSX Robot. Which brings us to our next segment. The topical haiku challenge. Calm down. (laughs) Gentlemen, please compose three haiku in regard to the following topical story. Earlier this week, Roseanne was kicked out into the showless category after making a racist tweet directed at one of Obama's former senior advisors, Valerie Jarrett. Uh, Barr then went on to blame her tweet on the sleeping pill Ambien. Haiku go. Uh, This is my first one. Uh, It's titled, I forgot to title my haikus. Uh, It goes like this. Roseanne should have shut her racist white trash hick mouth back back in 95. Now, now let me explain. 95 is between the 8th and 9th season, and I feel like the 9th season just wasn't worth watching. So, 95. Alfonso, this is a touchy button here. It's getting heavy. Drifting off to dreamy town. We should build a wall. (laughs) Benton. Uh, This one's called sleeping medication. Side effects include calling black people apes. But fuck smoking weed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Jesse. Yeah. Uh, First is titled... uh, 80s self-named sitcom Carnage. First it was Cosby. Now Roseanne. What horrors are Bob Newhart hiding? (laughs) I don't want to think about that. I love Bob Newhart too much. This is the second or third one? Second. Second. Okay, second. Wake up. All right. (laughs) 
This one goes, uh, Ambien does not make you racist. I should know. I have abused it. (laughs) (laughs) Sacramento Dabber on Instagram. (laughs) Watch Bill do drugs. (laughs) All right. Alfonso. (laughs) Roseanne, how could you? I always look to you for nothing. Never mind. <laughs> Benton Harshaw. Uh, calling people apes, which is peculiar coming from an orangutan. <laughs> Are these too dark? I don't know. <laughs> that was a monkey joke. <laughs> we'll tell you when you get older. <laughs> You're too young to understand. Uh, second titled Ambient Alternative. Need a prescription sleep aid that won't make you racist? Try Lunesta. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a commercial for Lunesta. (laughs) (laughs) And you're third of three. Well, now you don't have a show, but you're used to that. Oh, yeah, so are we. (laughs) (laughs) Alfonso Portello. I actually wrote this one like a year ago. Okay. I just had this one in the, my back pocket. All right. I was really glad that you made this the topic for these haikus. Uh, I had a nightmare. They brought back the show Roseanne. How could this get worse? <laughs> uh, oh, that's one. Roseanne will fight back. She's not racist, but she will put up her David Dukes. <laughs> How do you know about David Dukes? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> uh, Sorry. Right. Uh, third is called uh, Sweeps Week Stunt. <laughs> Trump fan punished for being a racist? Shocking series finale. <laughs> Very good. That was the topical haiku challenge. Yeah. 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 There we go. <laughs> there you go. You, can, you guys can sit yeah. now. <laughs> that that to. took about exactly as long as we expected. <laughs> <laughs> this next segment the third of five segments in this show, so you know you're looking at. Uh, called This Was Today Once, Bill Wallace. Uh, today is International World Milk Day. I don't know if you knew that. It's World Milk Day today. Uh, also on this very date, 1960, Paula Hitler... German-Austrian sister, sister of Adolf Hitler died. How did you celebrate these events in tandem? <clears throat> World Milk Day, the death of Paula Hitler. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was the two things. Um, today, I dunked a Milky Way into a milkshake while watching that movie Milk at the Milk Bar in San Francisco. The city where Harvey Milk, the guy Sean Penn plays in the movie Milk, <laughs> became the first openly gay elected official in California history who also happened to be Jewish. Yeah? That's it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That sounds like fun. Very good. Alfonso Portella. On this date, 1252, Alfonso X is proclaimed, proclaimed king of Castile of Le- and Leon. Uh, also on this very date, 1965, a coal mine explosion in... It's spelled F-U-K-U-O-K-A. So, fuck you, okay? (laughs) 
Um, Japan kills 236. Uh, how did you celebrate those two things that I just brought up? Well, I'm like pissed. <laughs> you, you fucked me up. Did like, I? Yeah, you said me, like you, uh, like you want to blackmail me or something. Like you're trying to fuck me, John. Because it's like, I've, I've told you this before on this show. Like I have said this to you. Fuck any and all Alfonsos that aren't me. Oh, that's right. I don't want to talk about it. You're telling me some other Alfonso was named king and you expect me to celebrate that shit? No. Sure, Alfonso X was, he held one of the most diverse courts of its time with Jews, Muslims, and Christians working together to foster a kingdom that favored science, higher education, and art above military conquest. But you know what he didn't do, what? John? What? He wasn't named the sixth best priest on the West Coast in 2012 by the Specialty Coffee Association of America. Sixth best? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. A title accompanied, a title accompanied by no prize money. Uh, but you know who was? Alfonso Alexander Portella, the greatest Alfonso to ever take his minimum wage job as seriously as he should have taken his education. <laughs> and then, as if this Alfonso X shit was enough, you tell me 236 Japanese coal miners died in an explosion, a tragic loss of life and put me in a situation where I have to admit to celebrating it, <laughs> then you're gonna post it on the internet and tag me so all your diehard fans and ex-girlfriends, most of whom seem to not be able to make it, will see me <laughs> as a vile monster who revels in Asian deaths. John, the only way I would celebrate the deaths of those poor Japanese coal miners is if they were all named Alfonso-san. <laughs> And if they were, I'd celebrate by taking fat bong rips, chain smoking, and standing in front of a smoky barbecue, my ode to the black lung. <laughs> now, I did do that today anyway, but it was in no way a celebration of the loss of life, just a shortening of my own. <laughs> You're not going to catch me slipping, John. Mm, not today. I almost got you. <laughs> Very good, Alfonso. You acted that out so well that I actually thought you were mad at me at the beginning of it. I'm like, did I, did I do something? I really... All right. Benton. On this date, 1792, Kentucky is admitted as the 15th state of the United States. Also, on this very date, 1937, American actor and producer Morgan Freeman was born. Uh, how did you celebrate to choose the aforementioned events in tandem? I was actually born in Kentucky, so the right. David Dukes, that's how I knew that. Okay, yeah. very good. There we are. That's there how is. that connected. <laughs> uh, I'm going to show you guys this old documentary I found, and uh, excuse this Morgan Freeman accent. Uh, <laughs> hello. <laughs> <laughs> it's me, Morgan Freeman. This is my documentary on Kentucky. Voiced by me, Morgan Freeman. <laughs> This documentary is not me laying low after those sexual harassment allegations. <laughs> Remember, America, no matter how badly you sexually harass someone, it doesn't change your voice. <laughs> you love me, America. Don't back the fuck out. <laughs> You're in this with me. Kentucky was founded in 19... 1792 <laughs> as the 15th state in the United States of America. That reminds me of when, in 1992, I was in Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves with Kevin Costner. Hey, that guy's a freak. <laughs> <laughs> 
I bet he's done some sexual harassment shit. <laughs> I don't know. I'd say if stuff were to come out like that, it would, you know, like clear the news cycle or something. <laughs> anyway, Kentucky. <laughs> Kentucky is the host of the Kentucky Derby, a horse race where the richest celebs and people gather to watch. That reminds me. I was in Batman as Lucius Fox. Batman's a rich and powerful guy. I bet he gets away with saying weird things to coworkers. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's not like I haven't earned it. I'd like to see what you would be without me, America. Anyway, Kentucky. <laughs> Kentucky is a host to many local ghost stories, especially surrounding the famous Mammoth Cave. Speaking of shit that disappears, I was in the Now You See Me franchise. <laughs> Other things that could disappear is, you know, the compliments I give to women from their head. You know, just take the compliment. <laughs> America, take me back. <laughs> Kentucky's racist. Fuck this. <laughs> Very good. Benton. Jesse Jones, yeah. on this date, 1949, uh, Lucille Ball and Desi Arnaz wed for the second time. Also on this date, 1991, Roseanne Arnold and Tom Arnold also wed for the second time on this very date. Yeah. Uh, how did you choose to celebrate the aforementioned events in tandem? Well, not everybody gets it right the first time. <laughs> if you're at all honest with yourselves, you know this to be true. Just now, at first, you thought you did get things right the first time, but quickly realized you were wrong. Wisely changed your mind. Second attempts. <laughs> Lucy and Desi, Tom and Roseanne, both took a second chance at getting it right. I mean, even Walt Disney started with that stupid, pointless failure of a scribble-scrabble Oswald the Rabbit. Before, on his second try, he came up with the most beloved three circles in the history of sketchy sketch. Nicholas J. Mousington upon Twain. <laughs> or, as he later became known, Donald Duck. The point is, the history of science, politics, and entertainment is littered with the misguided, failed first attempts of some of the world's greatest and best. Hell, I originally started writing this prompt, writing in only two-word sentences, using every synonym for the number two that I could find. But after that six hours wasted time, I scrapped it to give you this brief history of famous second tries. Now, before Einstein settled on his theory of relativity, his famous formula, E equals MC squared, uh, he cashed in on all, <laughs> before he settled on that theory and then cashed in on all that science pussy. Um, <laughs> Frizzy Al, as he was known to his neighbors, made a living selling pet euthanization and taxidermy packages to underfunded children's hospitals. <laughs> that was his first job before I stumbled, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln, the great emancipator and... One of history's top 30 presidents. <laughs> Got his start as a nude figure drawing model in Springfield, Illinois. Little known fact, that's where he really got the, the nickname Rail Splitter. <laughs> and, and as everyone knows, George Clooney's first job, grave robber. So, <laughs> so don't worry if your life has gone off in a direction you aren't satisfied with or that you wish you could change. If you'll be famous someday in the future, the space-time continuum will allow you to make the appropriate changes today. <laughs> but if you keep being a nobody, just get used to it and keep your sobbing quietly and to yourself. <laughs> Very good. That was... This was today. <laughs> 
I know how to push buttons. I'm very good at pushing buttons. All right. This next segment is called Write an Erotic Poem About It. Gentlemen, please have composed an erotic poem in regard to the following topics. Bill Wallace, please have written an erotic poem about Paul Mitchell Hair Supplies. Yes. Uh, okay. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> Moist, creamy, hot, stiff. Fingers massaging from base to tip. Always from base to tip. Base to tip. <laughs> so much more. <laughs> rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat, repeat, repeat. At a certain point, I find it hard to tell where Paul starts and Mitchell ends. <laughs> this certainly isn't how I pictured my first threesome. Alone, in the shower. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense, but I go with it. My hands clutching tight, foam flowing through between my fingers. My knees buckle. Luckily, the recessed shower bench is there to catch me. <laughs> What's that? A stinging sensation in the eyes? At first, it leaves me longing for a simpler time when things were... Tear free. <laughs> but then part of me embraces the sting. A little pain never hurt anybody, I thought to myself, almost instantly realizing how stupid that sounds, but brushing it off, because I wasn't about to let anything ruin the lather I had most definitely worked myself up into. <laughs> Rinse, repeat, 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 repeat. <laughs> Very good, Bill Wallace. That's hot and bothered. Alfonso Portello, let's hear your erotic poem in regards to Neapolitan ice cream. Neapolitan ice cream. The sexiest thing in 2018 are mixed flavor flings, like multiracial porn or Neapolitan ice cream. <laughs> I love options, but I hate choosing, which is why Neapolitan ice cream gets my juices oozing. <laughs> I can mix a thick scoop of chocolate with your cherry, and add in a much less girthy spoonful of vanilla. Almost like when a woman is double teamed by one black guy and one white guy. <laughs> Neapolitan ice cream, ooh, you bad. <laughs> You're my favorite flavor milkshake when I go to In-N-Out. I suck and I suck, I scream and I shout. Like that time I blew three guys in an In-N-Out bathroom. And, <laughs> and in return, one guy bought me a chocolate milkshake, another guy a strawberry. And the third guy also bought me strawberry. <laughs> but I did say, blowy for a milkshake, your choice of flavor. <laughs> I bought myself the vanilla shake. And boy, did I savor the sexiest four milkshakes I've ever consumed. <laughs> the next day, the sexiest diarrhea to leave my ass ruined. <laughs> oh, Neapolitan, I dip into your pink, then your chocolate, then back into your pink. I get chocolate in your pink. I smear it on your vanilla, which in this example is a metaphor for skin. You got poop on your skin. But we're talking about ice cream. It's not gross, it's delicious Neapolitan. You have all the colors, all the colors of the wind. And by that, I mean all the colors of the porn I watch. All the colors of this man's circumcised crotch. Mine, be mine. Neapolitan. Very good, Alfonso. Uh, uh, made me so wet in the eyes. In the eyes. In the eyes. <laughs> okay. Benton Harshaw, something that's very popular amongst your age group. Not this guy. Uh, <laughs> please have written an erotic poem about vaping. 
Vaping. <laughs> you look down the shaft and inhale. A urethra of smoke that's all for you. You tried it once because you thought to yourself, I see a lot of douchebags with those. <laughs> Maybe you're at a rave or a skate park or at a birthday for some guy named Drex. <laughs> we all suck the hole. <laughs> the pleasure isn't over yet. It fills your lungs. It tastes like old Gatorade as it floods your senses. <laughs> is it good? No. But is it sexy? Maybe. <laughs> your mouth is still around a contraption that looks like Willy Wonka invented while he was on painkillers. You feel a stiffness in your pants. A big ol' erection. Or an allergic reaction. <laughs> We all suck the hole. <coughs> Desire. You inhale. I mean, you exhale. Letting loose more smoke than you think is healthy. Like someone put out a campfire inside of you. The smoke tickles your throat. And your balls. Isn't it sensual that this has been touched by so many other mouths tonight? Like an unintentional spit orgy with people you would never hang out privately with. You cough and cough. Once unintentionally, you deep throat the vape pen. Oopsie. We are the whole. <laughs> Very good, Benton Harshaw. Very good. Jesse Jones, man. Let's get serious for a second. I wish my poem was good tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Please have written an erotic uh, poem in regards to capitalism. Yeah, capitalism. You've got the supply. I've got the demand. You make my body quiver with the touch of your invisible hand. <laughs> You give me what I want for a price. You give me what I need if I play nice. And that thrill of knowing that at any point, no matter how good I've been to you, no matter how long I've played by your confusing, often unfair, <laughs> ever-changing rules, that one slip-up, one misstep could cost me everything. It keeps me driving, keeps me striving, keeps me reaching for my dreams. Always knowing as I'm going, I'll overstrip my means. <laughs> but your goods are so good. Your service is worth it. <laughs> worth it, you bet. So I'll keep pushing, I'll keep on reaching while you drown me in your hot, creamy debt. <laughs> Very good. That was... Write an erotic poem about it. Which brings us to the final, the final uh, category of the Ooh. evening. Don't cry. <laughs> uh, it's called Department of Tourism. Uh, congrats, the four of you. Uh, you've all been hired as the tourism director of the following places. Make us want to come and visit or live there. Bill Wallace. Let's hear about the town of Toaston. Toaston. 
Toastin. Toastin. Uh, I had so much fun with the last one, I also made this one in poem form. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) There are no rules. Welcome to Toastin. You'll find it the most fun. Butter and jam, we've got plenty of both, son. (laughs) Pill us off bread with the crusts or without. A place with no reason to scream or to shout. We can go for a lunch meet. Hit the condiment fountain. Just be sure to stay far from that big silver mountain. For the legend, it says there are holes in the top. Holes shaped like bread and the inside gets hot. (laughs) (laughs) Climbing up may be easy, but descending is not. Because you'll fall right inside and come out with a pop. Your body, once soft, will now break with a crunch as it's slathered in jam for a giant's late lunch. (laughs) But the price is reduced and the neighbors are quiet. Plus, the schools are so nice, so fuck you, just buy it. (laughs) Very good. Toastin. Alfonso Portella, make us want to come to Stop Being a Dick About It Opolis. Stop Being a Dick About It Opolis. Humility is a virtue. Maybe we're not the biggest city. Maybe we aren't a world-leading hub of culture like New York, London, San Francisco 20 years ago, or Los Angeles. (laughs) Our skies remain unscraped by fancy skyscrapers full of offices and commerce, any way to make money. None of our children get past the sixth grade. Stop being a dick about it, Opolis. (laughs) We might not have any fancy museums, Big name musical acts don't stop here. The infant mortality rate is 83%. Stop being a dick about it. (laughs) Opolis. You may visit and have difficulty checking into one of our many moldy, decrepit hotels and get so frustrated you got to walk outside so you don't punch that receptionist in his simple, small town face. (laughs) Take a deep breath only to have your nostrils invaded by the stench of the 14 landfills surrounding the city and think, God, it smells like dead infants in this town. Look, we know. Stop being a dick about it, Opolis. <laughs> we get it. There's so much to do in your big city. Like learn to read, write, and have hobbies other than collecting baby teeth. Like stop being a dick about it, Opolis. We know we suck. Our mayor is a bowl of goldfish. Stop being a dick about it, Opolis. You're going to come into my town and be like, why is it almost none of your children survive? I don't know. Maybe the nuclear waste flowing into the local drinking pond. Why don't you stop being a dick about it, Opolis? If you're going to visit, visit. If not, then stop being a dick about it. Opolis. Stop being a dick about it, Opolis. Stop being a dick about it. Opolis. Very good, Alfonso. Very good. Benton Harshaw, take us to New Spankington. New Spankington. It's about to get crazy. Uh, (laughs) Welcome to New Spankington. Where everything is new constantly. There is never anything old. This is a rejected Dr. Seuss story that got turned into a town. (laughs) The publisher said it was too dark, but what a prude. Everything here is fun and kooky. We eat our old people. (laughs) It's worse because the average life expectancy is 12. (laughs) Anyway, let's get off that topic. Every movie is a sequel to the movie that there was a previous day. Check out Star Wars, The Force Goes to Sleep. (laughs) Anyway, back to the dead kids. Uh, (laughs) We're constantly getting new children in this town. You want to know our secret? One word, orphanages. 
Uh, we used to be called Stop Being a Dick About Anopolis. <laughs> <laughs> also, we love anal. <laughs> Very good. Very good. It's good. Jesse Jones, take us to Otter Space. Otter, <laughs> Otter Space. Yeah. <laughs> Do you enjoy the rib tickling company of other smooth young gentlemen such as yourself? <laughs> well, welcome to Otter Space. Do you want to go where nobody knows your name, but everybody knows that thing? Where everything is so moist, you just slip and slide, and before you know it, there you're all the way inside Clyde. <laughs> Where in the outer space? <laughs> before we go any further, if you think you might have inadvertently arrived at outer space while looking for something else similar sounding, don't be embarrassed. It's a common mistake, people arriving out of our door when they look for something else entirely. For example, <laughs> were you looking for a social network which, which specifically brings together graduates of specific universities for fun programs and events benefiting your old school? Well, then you was probably looking for Alma Mater Place. Alma <laughs> 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 If you're looking into compact personal defense options and just want to feel the weight of a keychain sprayer in your pocket without risking accidentally and embarrassingly spraying yourself with it, you might be interested in a trial can of water mace. Maybe he's hoping to solve a crime that isn't too cold and hasn't been closed so long that it might still be possible to crack. You're probably wanting to take on a hotter case. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't figure it out before he got there. I'm like, oh yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm trying to get See there. if everybody can race me to the end. Yes. A workshop to learn how to carry yourself with the air of a boat owner. Yachter's grace. <laughs> Evidence of an outdoor pooper, squatter trace. <laughs> a competition for casual joggers, trotter race. <laughs> Maybe even you looking for a super classy urn for your girl child's ashes, daughter vase. <laughs> but none of this sounds like you. And you weren't looking for nothing more and downy, soft, twink, twink taint. Then you come to the right place. Welcome to Outer Space. Very good. And that was Stab. One more time for all the contestants you saw tonight. Bill Wallace. Alfonso Portella. Benton Harshaw. And Jesse Jones. If you'd like to hear more Stab, go to one of our many online outlets. Go to Stab4Gold. Stab, the number 4 goldcom or come back here to Stab Theater every Friday at 10 o'clock. Uh, we'll see you next time. Good night.